Warning, the following program is not for the weak-hearted. Those who are closed-minded, or in general, you're scared to learn what's behind closed doors. Here at Sapphire's Airplay, I want you to pour the wine. Grab somebody that you want to hold on to, or better yet, get the vibration stimulated through your body. Get ready for one hell of an orgasm in five, four, three, two, one. What is up, all my sexy motherfuckers out there in Radio Land? It's your girl, Sapphire. Thank you. And you're fit and dirty, girl. Yes. And we are back with another episode for you. Oh, my God. It's October, my favorite month. Ugh. And you know why it's my favorite month? Well, I mean, because it's a bitch's birthday. Next Tuesday. Hello. But you're doing big things. Like, you're going to where this week? I'm going to Exotica, New Jersey this weekend. So people can come holler at you? Yes, they better come pull up, you know, get some autographs, pictures, you know, bring some goodies. I like snacks. Yes. So, I mean, shoot, anybody that's in the surrounding areas of Edison, New Jersey, pull up. That's See all your favorite about. stars. Cause uh, you're you're with Miss Alexis Texas, aren't you? Yes, Teen Texas. You I know. miss seeing that booty on the regular. I Man, miss that booty. She's so cool. Like I don't even. You know what? It's I'm gonna call her out right now. I don't even know if she remembers me. So you better tell yeah. her. Better tell her Sapphire from Vivid says hi. Oh shit! You oh damn! It's been so long. It's been hella long, hella long. But Dang. I still follow that ass. Yeah, you you gotta follow that ass. I do follow yeah, we, that. Yeah, we ass. got a pretty good lineup. We got Tiger Booty. Who's Tiger Booty? Girl, she got the tiger on her booty. She was in Tiger's actual video. She's a white. Oh wait, chick that's with the big chick. Ass, but yeah. Okay, okay. As soon as yeah. you mentioned the video, now I know what you're talking about. And then we have OG Marie Love. Oh yes. That's and she's a fellow Scorpio, so it's like we're both celebrating our birthdays this weekend together. Oh shit, it's about to be a turn. And we even had a pep talk today on FaceTime. Like, look, we're both gonna not get wasted. What? We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna be do it in moderation. You know, we have a whole three day weekend. Okay. It's like we're drinking all through the, the convention, then we're gonna drink afterwards. So it's like we gotta like watch well, I got one request, you know, I, I would like some snaps, you Face know, times or some, some FaceTimes or something. I, I'm going to need to see something. Okay. I I'm going to have you. to see something. Okay. I got everybody. You yes. Hear that? I got everybody. Oh, yeah. You guys got to pull up on the OnlyFans because I'm not going to be showing my porn friends for free. So. Oh, what, what's your OnlyFans handle so they can get at yes, you? Yes, Mendelion. Boom. Boom. So let's get into this show, though. Yes. Okay. So Yaz and I, we put a call out. And thank you to everybody who did slide in our DMs and on our questions on Instagram to, you know, help us. Because we were like, damn, there's so much to talk about. But, like, we also like to know what you, the listeners, the fans, want to know and want, you know, us to kick the shit about. So, right, Yaz, you came across one. Yes, uh, one of my followers, he's also actually a good friend of mine. His name's Cedric. And um, he was like, he wanted us to talk about the pros and cons of dating these days with people with mental instabilities. Um, mental illness. Care. Yeah. <clears throat> it makes you unstable. Sorry. Um, <laughs> just basically dating these days is that people don't cherish their significant other enough and ruin things while living in the moment. 
Um, he also thinks that people's relationships are weaker because they don't look at dating from they look at dating from a shallow perspective, and people prey on significant others' mental health issues in a society where mental health is at an all-time high. You know, man has a very, very good point. And first of all, I'm going to put it out there right now. I just saw Joker uh, last uh-huh. week. I saw it with suit and tie. We went and had a little date night. And I have to say, you know, everybody's been talking about Joaquin Phoenix's performance. But here, here's the thing. We have a movie that is about the anti-villain. It, it's, he is a villain. There's no Batman per se in it. It is a standalone film. But one big takeaway is the way that they tackled mental health. Is it a good thing or a bad way? It's a great thing because okay. it is the truth. It is the truth. Not to spoil anything, but there's a particular scene where he basically says, so you're telling me that for the past X amount of years that I have been here, all you have is one takeaway. Yeah, um... He he's not locked up in Arkham. He goes oh, okay. he he goes to a city therapist, and okay, okay. he basically says, you know, I've been coming here day in and day out, month after month, year after year, and all you keep asking me is, how am I doing? And when I tell you, are you actually listening? And I think, right. and, and and it's the absolute truth. And you know, now that we're talking about mental health, last week um, there was the National Day of Mental Health Awareness Day, and the month of May is actually Mental he- um, Mental Health Awareness Month. But October right. is very special because also with Mental Health um, Day we do have Breast Cancer Awareness Day. Now, what my point yeah. is to bring it all together is that yes, mental health is at an all time high. Um, the unfortunate problem is two things. One, there's not proper funding with mental health. Mental health is still a stigma here in America, especially. Because people are in denial about it. Very, very much in denial. And I get it. Health coverage, too. Getting proper health insurance, it's not cheap. And it's and unfortunately, it's very biased in some cases. And there are a lot of people, more than you may think, that are walking around with a form of mental illness. Now, yes, there are like the big, big, you know, types of illnesses that we hear all the time, like being bipolar and schizophrenic and anxiety and depression. But there are also people walking around who have legit panic attacks. That's a form of mental illness. Borderline personality disorders. People with OCD. Even the littlest shit that people make fun of day in and day out, you never know who you're coming into contact with. So well, when, you know, like some people also get relationship PTSD. Mm-hmm. PTSD is a huge thing, and it's not just with people in the army. Uh-huh. Here we are in the the wake of the Me Too movement, and like Gas said, relationship PTSD does exist. Sexual trauma does exist. Ever um ever been in a relationship? And I'm not saying this for everybody. I'm just putting it out there because there are people out there. I myself am one of them. Um, There are moments in relationships. Sometimes you might be in the middle of being physical and all of a sudden someone might break down to cry. They might get angry. It's called a trigger. Mm -hmm. I myself suffer from uh, panic attacks, anxiety, and I suffer from a form of depression called agoraphobia. 
Agoraphobia is, uh, I don't like failure. I feel that people around me are always setting me up to fail. That is my fear. On top of that, it's just there are days where, yes, I'm on medication. Like, I have to take medication every day. Mm -hmm. Um, But there are days where I don't want to get out of the bed. I'm not motivated to do absolutely shit. And it does, it has affected relationships. People are noticing now. um, And I, I joke around and I tell people, I'm like, I'm more introverted than the extrovert that I lead people on. Yeah, because I totally feel like you're a social butterfly. Yeah, I come off at that. But you know me, too, behind closed doors. I rather stay indoors, kick back with some Netflix and chill, and not be out and about. Right. Because I'm in contact with people 24-7. And for me, too, I suffer from a lot of anxiety to the point where I'm out in public and I will have just random panic attacks that feel like heart attacks where I have to separate my situation like myself from the situation and thank goodness when those have happened I've been around my partners who understand where you know like they can just tell if I'm not okay and I don't want people to bring it to attention like just let me have my moment let me be in like my state of mind for the time being just respect it but I was in a relationship that in a sense triggered all those things and sometimes that happens you get into relationships and then things start to pop up that you've never felt before I was having more anxiety and becoming more depressed when I was with this certain person and it took me going literally I felt like there was one day I was at work at one of the radio stations this happened Gosh, I've been diagnosed with depression clinically. I've been clinically depressed for seven years. So since 2012, um, I got into this relationship with this girl, and I just remember, I think we were having her. Yeah, we were having a horrible ass fight. Things are being, and I'm at work, so I'm trying to handle two things at once. I'm trying to, one, maintain my composure at work and not Mm -hmm. seem mad at work. And then I'm maintain. I'm trying to maintain my composure, trying to calm somebody down who's not listening to me. Next thing I know, I have to go to the. Ho- I'm being rushed to the hospital because I felt like I was having a heart attack. I couldn't breathe. I was having cold sweats. I felt like I was about to faint. And thank goodness, the station at the time that I, I was working at, right next door, was a Kaiser. So they had to rush me over to Kaiser, and they're like, "Ma'am, you're you're having an anxiety attack." Are and they're like, have you had any history of this? I said, no. I said, you know, but lately I've been having these symptoms and I don't know why. So triggered, very much triggered. And so after that, there was a lot of readjustments to be made, and it ultimately kind of was one of the factors that led to the demise of my relationship. I was dealing with someone who didn't understand the fact that I might not, there there were times where my sex drive was higher than her, sometimes lower. I would sleep all the time because I was heavily medicated at the time, you know? And this is when I was taking, gosh, I was taking four or five pills a day. Ooh, girl. Yeah, two, three times, like for every panic attack I had, I had to take a pill. 
Um, I had to take an antidepressant at night and then I had to take my anxiety medicines, the whole list. Like there's a point in stage for almost a year and a half. I was medicated as fuck. And I was in a haze. I was just in a just a, a fog. But I was also scared to let even my closest friends know because how do you explain that to somebody? I mean, years ago, it was harder for us to be open about our instabilities. Yes. You know, our, our anything that was wrong with us because people were very judgmental and they didn't know or research the condition. Mm-hmm. And I think the biggest thing, you know, especially for us being women of color, the ongoing issue is that the black community especially does not acknowledge mental health. People do that. And I get, and I get offended when people are like, Oh, you're depressed. Like, Oh, well, why don't we just get you out of the funk? Being depressed does not mean I wake up wanting to slash my wrist. I don't have suicidal thoughts. Yeah. You're not a suicidal. Like, yeah, I'm not a suicidal person. But there are days where I wake up and I just have no motivation to do jack shit. I feel helpless. I feel alone. And I need people to understand that happens. It, it, will, it will pass. Yeah. I will go through these moves. But to say like, oh, you can't be depressed because you're happy all the time. No, it's usually the people who are the most happy are the ones and who are secretly together. Yes, are the ones who are secretly hurting. I tell people all the time, if I am overly happy, I'm most likely having a panic attack and I'm trying not to show that I'm having a panic attack. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to laugh my way through it. Even talking to my therapists and um, psychologists, you know, I haven't been going recently for other reasons, but that was laughter and and just trying to occupy my brain with something else that's my way of coping yeah and now i will say even with the help of cannabis cannabis has really been prominent in helping me mhm i agree like they you know people say like you shouldn't be smoking if you're depressed i'm not a doctor but i have sought medical attention in regards to it I feel like other type of drugs are not good for depression, like cocaine and anything hard, you know. So cocaine is psychedelics. Yeah, weed is more of a stimulant to relax you. You know, it helps your 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 thoughts don't get so racy in your brain. You know, because when you're depressed, you're going through shit. There's just too much shit going on in your mind. You can't sleep. Because you're constantly thinking. Mm-hmm. You know and, what I mean? And I have insomnia like a motherfucker. Yes, me too. Insomnia like a motherfucker. Especially I mean, when I'm stressed. Yes, I yes. won't sleep. I'll yes. probably take spurts when yeah. I'm, like, stressed. Yeah. I'll just wake up. And it's like, damn, I wanted to sleep longer. And it's <laughs> like, but my issue is still on my mind. Right. And it's like sometimes y'all like I used to I don't anymore, though. I need to motivate myself to do this. But on the times that I would be up because of stress, I would just take my ass to the gym. Man, I wish I could do that. But I work too early on the times I want right. to go to the gym. Well, yeah, you know, you know my it, 3 a.m. gym sessions are now going to work. And see, when I started producing back in San Diego, it, it, that went out the door. I would have to yeah. go right after work. 
But even then, and that's also a factor, people ask me, well, why aren't you doing commercial radio anymore? That's been the biggest question since I've moved back um, in July to L.A. One of the factors was I had a really bad mental breakdown, everybody. I, will- I feel it stemmed from the other radio station, though. Definitely, definitely. It, it stemmed it, from there. It's It stemmed from a station before I moved to San Diego. Let's put this on yeah. the record. We're not going to put it on blast, but if you've been a listener, you know what we're talking about. Yes. And so it stemmed from a previous job, not my, my latest, latest job that I had. Working with um, in San Diego, I loved, as I told people, I loved working for the station. I loved my coworkers. But the city itself and my situation wasn't helping my mental health. And so for me, moving back home, I had to do what I had to do. You know, I had friend, to take myself. I was, I was in your same situation last year when I lived in the IE. Mm-hmm. Just, I work every day. All my friends live an hour away. I didn't have, like, no companionship. Like, it was depressing. So it's was like, I was kicking it, you know, it looked like I was happy, but deep down I was super depressed and I was always sleeping. Like yeah. I really felt you when you were like you always asleep. I would sleep because I'm just like depressed. Like yep. this is not life. You know, I know that sex is not super major importance in life, but when you don't have nobody to touch you. Well, human you're going touch. Months, yeah, you're going months without that. Yeah. That shit fucks with you. It does. And it was fucking with me. It was. It, it it definitely does. And you brought up a good point. Human touch is scientifically proven. It doesn't matter if it's in a sexual manner, non-sexual manner. That is why there are legit cuddle services where there's no sexual interaction. Yeah. It's just the fact that there are people out there who everyone needs to have it's like, human imagine interaction. Imagine having sex with somebody, but you don't want to cuddle with them. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like you don't feel that comfortable to be touched by them in that way yeah. so it's like I had a situation like that like I would sleep with this guy all the time but it's like I don't feel a connection to cuddle with him so I was still not getting that companionship that I wanted and it's you know it's a hard it's a thing it is a hard thing when I became more serious with suit and tie and my girlfriend even just my other partners, again, being in a place where I have zero family, my one lifeline, my college sister and her husband, they moved away. So it's like you take those things little by little, then you have the added stress of a job that you you love because it's your passion, mm-hmm. but there's other financial reasons yeah, that add on to your personal stress, yes. personal anxiety, it does yes. a toll on your body. And for me, that's why it was like it was imperative for me to make the move that I did. And I am forever grateful because I'm in a much better space. Amen. I'm in a much better space. So again, going it's back. It's like we both went through a similar phase these last couple of years. Yeah. And we're about both back in a place where we want to be. Yes. You know, it's not fully all the way there, but we're we're in a better place. I Much feel like better I'm place. not no I'm not no longer depressed. My my mantra lately has been mental health is wealth. Because yeah. without your brain 
in your mind being right, nothing else is going to be right either. Yep, bad decisions. You might be able to make the money, but is that money going to make you happy? No. And who are you going to have to share? It doesn't have to be a boo, but friends, family, who's going to be around to enjoy? So, you know, disclosing that. Now, here's a problem that people have. And your man, um, not your man per se, but um, a friend of the show had wrote in. And he made a very important uh, point is the fact that when it comes to relationships, people's priorities get fucked up. I blame social media for one. Mm-hmm. And people might be saying, well, Saf, you're always on social media 24-7, like, day in, day out. Yeah, I'm on it because y'all motherfuckers are so goddamn nosy. If it was me, if it was the real me, and let's just put aside, there's Megan and then there's Sapphire. Megan is a loudmouth, but I also don't like social media. Sapphire needs the social media to get shit like earplay out. Yeah, I wish I didn't have to use social media, but I need it. Yeah, like we people like Yaz and I, we need it because again, we, we have, have pub- a business. We have businesses. We are public figures, but the person like our personal selves, you know, the the real Yasmin, the not Yaz, we'll say or the not KP. Yaz. KP. So there's KP and then there's Megan. So KP and Megan, if it was up to them, most likely we would not be on social media as consistently. We would not be on social media every five minutes. As I joke around, I'll say I'll fuck around and take pictures of my shit if I wanted to. Okay, I'll be like, y'all that y'all that curious (laughs) of what the fuck I'm doing. I just took a huge shit. shit. Here's my daily shit. Okay, on October 21st. This was what take- kind of toilet paper did you use today? I <laughs> use Charmin. Right? Actually, I use no toilet paper. I actually use baby wipes. I use okay. wipes. Okay. Oh, what brand of wet wipes you use? <laughs> <laughs> that that would be my timeline, okay? That I shit, okay? But, you know, people would want we looking forward to your daily shit. Yeah. So everything that I would try to do to be annoying, y'all motherfuckers would want more of it. They would want it. They At first, they'd be like, what the fuck? But then they'd want it because right. it's entertaining. That's why you I love. You guys love the entertainment. You really do. And that's why, like, even lately, somebody called me out. They're like, why you got to be so mean? I just want to know how your day is. I was like, first of all, I don't even know you to for you to be asking me how am I doing on a personal level. Like, we are not friends. We are never going to be friends. I know you want to be my friend, but it's just not going to happen. Because there's such thing called, there's the social media life, and then there's my personal life. And my Boundaries. Personal, yes, and my personal life is very personal. There are people that I don't want other people to meet. Why don't you show pictures of your girlfriend, Sa- Because my girlfriend is not fully out. And there's people these days that are not social media friendly. They don't no, fuck with it. They don't fuck with it. I had a conversation with my dad about it. And he doesn't want to be on my social media anymore. He's like, I can't, you cannot tag me in pictures anymore. I was like, oh, oh, not tag, but put you in photos. Like, I know you want to show off that you're having daddy-daughter dates. We'll put the um, emoji over his face. I might have to. Put a king, uh, the king one, that's your your dad. Right, something. I'm going to have to, you know, modify. But all these things add up to mental health as well. Social media 
creates anxiety. Yeah, it, it, does. it creates a big anxiety. I was watching um, what is it? Kim, uh, Cru- Girls Cruise, Lil Kim's show. Uh huh. Jess hilarious said it best, and I was so glad that she said that she suffers from anxiety and depression. And basically, she said, this is what depression looks like. She smiles. This is what anxiety looks like. She smiled again. This is what looks like when I get off the cameras and I'm off the gram and she put herself to sleep. That's literally what that shit is, day in and day out. When you, have, when you are a public figure dealing with, you know, people who love you and admire you for a certain type of energy that you bring, but the, you know, the minute you show your real side, nobody want to fuck with you anymore. People say, oh, well, she's depressed. She might, she's, she's got to be crazy. You don't have to be crazy to be clinically depressed. Just because you're bipolar doesn't make you crazy. This is a person who just needs help. Yeah. Especially if it's out of hand. That. Now, and also, as we said, with the black community especially... We, as a community, need to stop saying, you know, you don't need a doctor. You don't need nobody to talk to. You you can find Jesus. Okay, You're upside cool. down, sis. Oh, I'm, I'm charging my iPad. But anyways. Are we in, we're in the other element on we're in, Stranger Things. Yeah, we're on the upside down now. <laughs> but, um, yeah, like, saying, like, Jesus is going to fix my depression. Jesus does not hand me a pill every day when I'm feeling manic. Okay, the Lord is great. I'm not saying it's not. He's not great. And that religion and and all that spirituality. But mental is mental. Yes. Yes. Spirituality can only go so far. Okay, holistic health. I'm not trying to knock it, but for someone. We we would all be the same if that was the case. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. So... And let me tell you, it's not fun to have a manic episode. And people who are like, what's a manic episode? It's usually when the person lashes out and it's at At a random moment. Very random moment. And you'd be like, damn, what the fuck I do? But it's not what you did. It's just they got triggered. There are words, phrases, things that happen. Something triggered it. It wasn't personal, but you triggered it. There's someone personally in my life who is a big trigger. Yeah. Very big trigger. Oh, yeah. Oh, very, yeah. very, very oh, yeah. big trigger in my life. And I'm uh-huh. I, I'm in a position where I, I need that person in my life. Uh-huh. But also, I, it's like I, I need this person in my life. But I don't want this person in my life. That's what where my stand still is because Got it. when things are good, they're great. But then there are things like if I have already acknowledged that there is something wrong with me, uh-huh. and I have said it to this person, and they are in denial of what they say or do, triggers, and they constantly throw the fact that I am sick. I I know I'm sick. I know that I need help. I'm uh-huh. taking the steps to seek the help. Yeah. I'm taking the steps that are needed. So I mean, we're talking about it. Yeah. 
Yeah. We're talking about it right now. Talking about it right now. And in fact, there was an argument in which, why don't you talk about it on your show? Because you, you, you need it. No, that's not the way that you say it. It's not an easy thing. I am now coming to terms and being open about my mental health problems. Mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to say this as a woe to me. It's more of I'm doing our listeners a favor to say, hey, I, I am just like you. I suffer from things. And it is okay to come to me if you need to vent. Because I understand where you're coming from. But also at the same time, it is hard because I am dealing with someone who is very prominent in my life, like I said, that I need this person. Yeah. But I also need this person to understand that the words and actions that are being said and done. not what you you say, it's how you say it. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I, I completely understand. I have the same situation. It's just more uglier. But I understand what you mean. And I feel like you hurt inside. Mm-hmm. Because I personally was there at one point. I was hurt inside. And then, you know, I grew out of it. But it, it's, it's tough, girl. But It's time. Yeah. But... It's gonna blow a fuck up when you like lay it on the table, but it's like at least it came out. It, yeah, in some <laughs> ways and forms. In some ways yeah. and forms. In some way and forms. But they're just. You but know. that's the where he went. How when you get in a relationship, people pry on your mental instabilities. They fuck with you because they know something's wrong with, with you. It's any. like why do you gotta why do you gotta fuck with me? And now this why brings... do you gotta why I gotta be a stupid bitch or why do you have to like act a certain type of way or doubt me because of my mental health? Right. That has nothing to do with capabilities of doing A, B, and C. So why are you judging me? You know? And that, that's the... what Yeah, and for the people <laughs> that are in relationships and they're probably like, Well, how do I do I tell my partner? Should I tell my partner? No, you absolutely I would say this. Well, people are not comfortable. It's embarrassing. It's uncomfortable and it's embarrassing. But if you want your relationship to flourish, if you want your relation, if you are, if there is that much love in the relationship both ways, you have to reveal to your partner because they're going, there are going to be days that they might be right in front of you and you're having a manic episode and they are not, not, they're not going to know what's going on just be confused as fuck then you think it's your fault and it's like damn it wasn't my fault but it's like yeah you didn't tell me what was fucking wrong with you right <laughs> not to be cussing a month somebody out but it's like damn like yeah we all avoid it if we put everything out there and like this is what that's, i have these episodes that's why i gotta for deal me, with my moods like i got moods deal with it all i just took my They'd nose random right as fuck but it don't even be personal. Yeah. Like, you just, you have to be honest and open. Because, again, if you want relationships, especially, and I'm talking about on, not friendship relationships, not even family relationships, but I'm talking about intimate relationships. If you want your partnership to work, like, that's why for me, I'm forever thankful that my relationships are very transparent and my partners know what I suffer from and that I have moments and... You know, I might apologize for the actions and, and the way I'm acting. 
but they're there because they love me and they, you know, they are genuinely concerned about me. But you have to be able to come to terms with it in your relationships. And, you know, first of all, you got to assess, okay, what's the seriousness of this relationship? Is this a long haul relationship? Short term Mm -hmm. relationship? Is this just a fuck ship? And do I need to reveal it? Right. Okay. Then there's also the factor of, you know, people out there who may have just came from, as we said um, in our previous episode when we were talking about dealing with toxic relationships. Well, how do you, how does a person go from PTSD. being... PTSD. PTSD. Yeah. How does a person get through their PTSD in a new relationship? You know, should I be... Only you yourself know when you're ready for a relationship. That's why we said it's good to take the time to heal first before opening up yourself to an um, opening up to another person. You have to take those steps. You got to take care of you first. And by going to therapy, talking with someone other than yourself, letting your thoughts, you know, run wild, run amok, it's good to seek that extra help to make sure that the next person you get involved with understands what they're getting into. And you can't be upset if your partner can't accept it. You can't be mad at that either. Because, again, everybody has their own issues. Everyone has their problems. And it's a lot. It is a lot sometimes. I've heard people, and I was reading today on some research, and, you know, there are people out there who say, you know, I can't be with someone who's bipolar because I have a brother who's bipolar. And there were things happening you know, growing up, or I can't be with someone who's this or that because my partner was this and, you know, so you have to be mindful and respectful on both ends when someone reveals something to you and then versus the fact that, hey, this is what's going on. You have a choice. I feel everybody has something wrong with them. Of course. Regardless, it just needs to be triggered. Yeah, I mean, and there's, like we said, there's levels of severity with it. But at the end of the day, though, it, at the end of the day, you have a choice to be with that person or to not be with that person, to help make it work and not make it work. And it's not easy. It's not an easy road. It's not Not an easy road. It's not an easy road doing it alone. And it damn sure is not easy with you know another person especially if you really love that person but also no you shouldn't have to um seek caretakers and i think that's a problem too that in relationships sometimes people feel like they have to be the caretaker and not the lover you can care for your partner and be the lover at the same time but if you are nothing but a 24 7 caretaker then you might need to reassess caregiver yeah. You have to reassess your priorities in the Some relationship. Some people are going to listen to this like, damn, I be, I be holding all the way for this motherfucker. So, yeah, like you really have to. Rescuing of having the cape on every time. Yeah. It's like, for what? Exactly. Because and at the end of the day, who's going to rescue you? Mm-hmm. If you're being Captain mm-hmm. Save-A-Ho every 24, you know, 24-7, but you're not, but no one's helping you, That that's a lot to carry. 
It's yep. a lot to carry somebody's problems on top of your own issues. But if you have somebody that's not even listening out to your problems either, like, no. Is that a beer? That is a beer in my hand. <laughs> it's a damn good beer. It's a Harvest Patch Shandy. It tastes like pumpkin pie. Ooh. Shit, you know, it's so you and good. this pumpkin spice white girl shit. Okay, first of all, no, I ain't no basic bitch with my pumpkin spice, okay? <laughs> all right, I'm drinking no, pumpkin October. beer. No, it's October. No, nah, because I'm, I'm anti-PSL, okay? Pumpkin spice lattes my ass. Though there was a video that got me free Starbucks years ago when I made a song about pumpkin spice lattes. Okay. The wait is over. But that's a side note. But yes, again, from one person to another who, like I said, I have an illness. I am taking care of it. And it is okay. It is okay to be hurting. But you also, you, one, have to vocalize it when you're comfortable. Two, there's always someone out there to help you. There are resources out there. Free, not free. There are resources. There is someone out there who is willing to help you. I still want to see a therapist because I I do self-diagnose myself a lot. Which is a dangerous thing. Yeah, it is. But I do know I have really bad OCD problems. See? Every certain shit, like, I'll start. Girl. It's triggers. It gets triggered. So again, it it is okay to acknowledge. Which I don't you, know if it's it, I don't know if it's o, OCD or ADHD. It's probably it, well. It those are two different things. Both. So you better you better go handle that shit. <laughs> <laughs> or I might just really be high and be just doing shit. It's like damn, I was supposed to do that. Because literally one time I was supposed to link up with a friend. Mm-hmm. And I decided I wanted to rearrange my fucking refrigerator. Oh, shit. Just on some random shit when I could have just been getting ready. But that like, that refrigerator oh, needed... Me, yeah. I started cleaning and rearranging shit. And I was like, oh, wow. So they hit me back like, oh, where are you at? I'm like, oh. Mm-hmm. I haven't even got ready. My bad. It happens. Sometimes, like, <laughs> those things will take up your entire priority list and fuck it all up. But again, there's like, why didn't I think of this yesterday? Why did I think of that? I think of this at that exact moment. Like, oh, I should clean my refrigerator. Something triggered you. Something must have triggered you. Ah, Trigger, trigger. Trigger, trigger. It's a, it's a, it is a bitch. It is a bitch. Now, speaking about triggers, you know what time it is. Mm hmm. Let's bring it. It is time for the day's sex and confused news, y'all. And let me just say right now. Lord have mercy. What? I was um on the news today. Now, we're already going to do an episode. Um, Somebody was like, I know you were talking about Gina Rodriguez on your Instagram and about her seeing the N-word. We're going to do a special episode on that, okay? So we're going to pause on Gina Rodriguez saying the the whole n-word thing but we gotta talk about this this shit done pissed me off happened in um arizona on september 19th philip corbet or colbert black man was pulled over by a cop a white cop 
mm-hmm. for his air freshener. Mm. What, one of them trees? Girl, I don't know what's... It looked like a normal, just, yeah, one of those pine tree, you know... Yeah. Normal air freshener. Yeah, yeah. The cop pulls him over, 22 years old, for an air freshener. To which the man's like, you know, I saw the cop follow me for 10 minutes. So if it was that imperative, why did this cop stalk this black man for 10 minutes? Problem number one. He was running his plates waiting to see if he get nervous I don't know girl problem number one problem number two by the time he pulled him over the cop now Corbert uh, uh, Corbert Corbert at this point starts filming because obviously this is suspect you know this is suspicious why is this cop following him for 10 minutes he decides to turn the camera on finally the cop you know proceeds to pull him over and asks him eight times, does he smoke weed? The man says, no, I don't smoke weed. I've never smoked, I've never smoked it. I don't consume it at all. And he was literally just on his way to go visit his father. He's telling the officer, no, sir, I do not smoke weed. And the guy, every other question resorts to, do you have weed? You know, if it's just a joint, like, I'm not going to care. I'll I'll turn the other cheek. Like, he's trying to get answers out of this man because he's not satisfied with the no answer. You were just too clean for him, so he needs to dig, dig, dig. Dig, dig, dig. Then he proceeds Uh. at one point. He says, you know, he asks the man what his father does for a living because, again, he's on his way to visit his father. Then he asks, then the cop again asks, Okay, well, if you don't have any weed, do you have any heroin? Do you have any cocaine in the car? What the fuck? Still does in the vehicle. Like a, does he even look like a drug dealer? He, this man, first of all, is a college graduate. Got his shit together. He's just trying to spend some quality time. Okay. Does not even remotely look at the faintest to be high. Doesn't he's not even he's complying to everything. He's not being argumentative. He is simply asking the cop, like, okay, why are you pulling me over for an air freshener? Cop says, well, you're not supposed to have anything, you know, obstructing your view. And he's like, okay, so may I go? (sighs) The cop says, no, we still got to ask, you know, ask some questions. And again, he asks, do you have weed in the vehicle? Then he asks, do you mind if I search the vehicle? And the the I do mind. And he says, yes, I do mind. No, you will not search my vehicle. So then he tries to ask for the consent in a sobriety test because, quote, unquote, quote, unquote, the cop said that the man's eyes looked glazed. And, you know, that's the first sign of being high. Wow. Girl. Could it be he's tired? Right. First of all, like we said, cameras are rolling. He shows his face on the camera. He does not look glassy, glossy eyed. He's very coherent. Again, he's not being argumentative. Ten and two at the wheel, which the cop's like, well, you're you're really tense. He's like, no, I'm relaxed. I'm relaxed here. You know, I'm just, I'm answering your questions, but I will need to, you know, reach down and get my driver's license and wallet. For white people who don't understand why this man is telling him what he's doing is because, unfortunately, we have cops out there that even at the slightest bit of movement... Every black person that gets pulled over is having a gun. 
they have a weapon. You have to call at each step. I'm Every step. I'm my seatbelt. I'm reaching for my glove compartment. I'm opening my glove compartment. I am I'm reaching for my registration. I am pulling out my registration. I am pulling out my wallet, which contains my driver's license. I am reaching in the back to get my purse. It has happened to me. So he's giving him all these questions uh, for 40 fucking minutes. Wasted his 40 minutes of life right there. 40 minutes. 40 minutes. And the cop keeps saying, well, this is my job. I have to do my job. He's like, but sir, you keep asking me if I have weed. And I keep telling him I do not. He's like, well, you know, even just the slightest bit of weed, it's fine. It's like the man said he doesn't have weed the first time. The man even said he doesn't partake in cannabis usage. He doesn't smell it, smell like it. He doesn't look glassy-eyed. You're pulling him over simply because he's a black man, probably in an affluent neighborhood in Arizona, and you had nothing else to do with your life. Period. So now, to wrap things up, um, there, there have been complaints made. Um, this is with the La Paz County Sheriff in Arizona. He's got a lawyer, and they are trying to press charges. Right now, the cop himself is placed on administrative leave. So but nothing a, happened at the end of the day. Nothing no happened. Was given. No ticket was it given. Just, just a warning in which he proceeds to say again, sir, if it was just a little bit of weed, I still would have let you go off with a warning. So do you again have weed on you? No, sir. I do not consume cannabis, as I've continuously told you. Well, then I'll let you go. 40 minutes for a traffic stop. All because of a goddamn air freshener and because you felt uncomfortable around a black man. So he stereotyped him off the air freshener and he was black? It's because so whack. You, smoke, you must be a weed smoker if you have a tree, a pine tree air freshener. Yeah, that, that's, the, that's weed smokers. They always get the pine trees, right? Pine trees. A goddamn air freshener, you guys. Somebody slap him that live in Arizona that know him. <laughs> no strangers to somebody that know him. It's just ridiculous. Him. The video is <laughs> even more. Like, the video pissed me off even. Just, uh-huh, there's a video? There's a video. Um, you could just simply type it in. Just type in Philip Corbert, Arizona. It's making headlines. This just broke today. But again, this happened September 19th. And now we're just okay. hearing about it. We're just now hearing about it. All right. It's fucked up. In some good news, Miss Issa Rae mm-hmm. launched her own record label. Go ahead, girl. She okay. is in partnership with Atlantic Records. Now, I just want to know, first of all, I don't watch um, the Black Lady sketch show. I wasn't really all that impressed. Okay. I, I haven't even heard about it. This is my first time. It's a special, it's a, it's a show on HBO. People said it was funny. I saw two episodes. I was not impressed. I was more impressed by the the fucking promo than the actual show. But I give it up to her because Issa Rae is doing big things. And she already signed her first um, artist to it, Tmar. And also uh, the music that you hear on the Black Lady uh, sketch show is also under that hub. So congratulations to her, you know, doing her thing. But now I need you to bring back Insecure because... You, you left okay. us hanging for almost two years now. 
get your was shit the together. last season the one when they went to Coachella right yes girl okay just we should be sure yeah we should be seeing insecure hopefully in 2020 along with Atlanta but okay. um I'm watching I'm starting to binge watch Gotham now oh girl you late to the party well, I didn't know that there was a whole ass season that I log on to Netflix. I'm like, oh, season five? Yeah. Word. There was a season five. So I had to make sure I wasn't tripping. You're going to be pissed off show. at the ending. You're going to be really? mad at the ending. It, okay. It, it was just like, it was so good. And then it just. Now, it made that, you sad. It wasn't even sad. I was just like, what the fuck? Okay. All well, that? maybe they'll have the spinoff or a movie. Well, for they do it. have a spinoff. Right now, they got Batwoman. Okay. Batwoman okay. on the CW, Ruby Rose is Batwoman. Oh. It's good because it takes okay. place in the canon where uh, Batman disappears. And so mm-hmm. Gotham doesn't have a caped crusader running amok and, and helping out the city. So she steps in. It's great. There's some lesbian undertones in it where I'm like, yes, <laughs> Ruby, yes. You'd be ready for that lesbian action. Oh, honey, yes, always. I, my lady, every time I see a lesbian on the screen, yes, for representation. Now, let's talk real quick about power. Please tell me power, girl. Yes, I'm caught. I didn't watch last night, but I'm caught. Oh, there was no, there was no power um, on the twentieth. No power on the twentieth. Okay. No, you. no, no. And it pissed off everybody because I was mad too. I came home. Because my... you don't give nobody a warning. It's no. just beyond. No. But apparently it was all Comcast's fault. So blame them because Comcast okay. decided to fuck up and say, um, we're taking off stars. But, anyways, long story short, power. Girl, if you've not watched Power, this is a warning right now, people. I'm going to do a spoiler alert. Um, first of all, if you are just now binging, like a homegirl of mine is like, I just started on season two. I was like, well, bitch, you late. So I'm about late, to reveal late. everything. R.I.P. Lakeisha. We ain't it gonna was mi- time. It was time. Time's up, girl. <laughs> time Tasha was up. that bitch right in the head. But I got to say, though, I wasn't expecting Tasha to do it. I really wasn't expecting her to Tasha do it. Tasha about that action. Man. Man. I mean, but like she's so about that action. She's slinging drugs with her son. She thought about it. She thought about letting her go. She thought about it. But then, and then she, she pulled the trigger. End. Oh, Keisha is a loose end. But then her- it like, I don't know about you, but I felt the whole time that Tommy was gonna like butt her up and then shoot her ass. Especially I mean, it was when it happened eventually. No, he was about to wife her. Oh, oh, wifer, wifer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was about to wife her. He wasn't going to murk his lady. Like, now that we saw that, I was like, oh, shit. He really was about to marry her. He was really about to propose and everything. He bought her the house. Even let it slide that she may have talked to the police. But, you know, Keisha kind of buried her own grave because of the fact that you got caught up in your man's work. You don't shit where you eat and you don't fuck in the business. If I was in her position, I wouldn't want to be a part of my man's drug business. Fuck I don't want to no. know shit. Fuck no. I don't want to know nothing. Just come home safe. Yep. Just come home safe. That's all I say. Come home safe. I mean, here I am saying, you know, don't get into business with your partner, but I am in business with my partner. But he's but not a drug. Different. Y'all, y'all not. Yeah, we're not something. trapping. We're not trapping. Yeah. We're not, you know, gangsters. We're we're Bonnie and One Clyde. One of us on has a- to be square. Okay. So <laughs> what the fuck. <laughs> 
One of us needs to know how to work the books. Right. Like on a whole other end. Man. Cause yeah. Man oh man. But I'm just like, Tariq needs to be next. I'm just like, I need that little fucker to be dead. I really He just thinks he's so hard. Y'all, I've said it before. I don't wish death. I'd not wish death on kids and shows. It's a character. It's a character. It's a character. But that that fool needs to die. He he's got to go. Okay. <laughs> it's time to go. It's time. It's his time is up. Okay. His days is numbered. It's your fault. Your sister died. It's your fault that Tommy is acting crazier than fucking almost threw you off the the goddamn roof, which he should have. Should have let you piss your pants and then throw you and off. And this doesn't show kids be getting into shit thinking they grown and then look what happens. Man. Man. You had it so easy. I'm here, I'm I'm quoting my own parents. You are you had it so but easy. But you didn't have a Canaan. I didn't have a Canaan, but shit. I done fucked it up. Everything was handed to me on a silver platter. I'm I'm now in debt because I took too much than I could chew. I didn't shit. listen. I didn't listen. So I'm a Tariq. Uh, I'm a little Tariq, okay? I'm my own Canaan. I fucked myself up. Oh so my God. Let, let the lesson of Tariq, because we already know Tariq's ass is going in a body bag. If this show ends and Tariq is so not dead. We have a semi finale and then they take a break and then it yes. starts back again. Yes. Okay. And I hope in that se- in the finale, Tariq dies. Tariq nah, got they to go. Wait to the end, girl. They're Fuck not gonna do it that, that easy. Fuck that. Keep the momentum going. Drop more bodies. Drop more bodies motherfucking been bodies. On that show, Maybe it's sure. gonna be that crooked ass cop that they have working. Man, with each other. Sax. He gets on my fucking nerves. Sax is a fucking dick. Like he really thought he was finessing, and he didn't do nothing but finesse himself. Rotimi, whatever his real his name on the show is. Which one? The snaky ass motherfucker who's all about his daughter now. Oh, oh yeah, uh, Dre. Dre need to go. Dre, Tariq, Sax, your days is numbered. Yo, there was a meme where they put Takashi's face with his. Man, cause he a snitch bitch. <laughs> well, Takashi is a whole different level. I that motherfucker. Uh... You know what? If I were him, I would just stay my ass locked up because you about to be on everybody's. You are on everybody's list. Shit. Ain't nobody gonna be fucking with you afterwards. Everybody's gonna be waiting for you to beat that ass for singing. I'm not uh. about snitches get stitches, but shit, you sung to get yourself out of shit, and you brought people in who were not relevant to your fucking case. What does that say about a person? Well, they know what they're doing when they wrote this shit. So. Man. Man, oh, it's man. It's real life. It happens. I don't understand how people are like, I don't like this season of power. This is not that bad. It's not that bad. We're it's getting- time to end this whole series. Yes. So we're going to fucking kill everybody. Everybody got to go. it's done. If it- On to the next show. Because I know 50 got something else next. Oh, yes. He wants to continue power, but it might be a prequel. Yeah, something else. Something's else. gonna happen, but all I know is, if Tasha don't kill Ghost, if Tasha don't even kill her own damn son, at this point, Tasha's capable of pulling the trigger on her own damn son. I'm gonna put it on the table right now. Tariq gotta yeah. go. 
Dre gotta go, Sax gotta go, and I want Tasha to be at least responsible for one of those deaths. And move the fuck on. Yep. Yep. Put ghosts on the list. Yeah. Show can end right there. Then you got power. Pussy power. Because that show was ran by women. So if it's at the end of the day, Tasha takes over, man, that's pussy power. It will no longer be called power. It will be called pussy power. Pussy power. Pussy power. Power to the pussy. Pow, pow. That's what it was about the whole time. Power to the motherfucking pussy. On that note, we're going to wrap it up. Okay. We're going to wrap it up. We're going to wrap it up. We're going to wrap it up like condoms. Speaking of, say sex is the best hot sex. Please go and see my girl, Yes. If you in New Jersey. Yes, come to Exotica. We're at the New Jersey Convention Center. Edison, New Jersey. Yes. The, the 25th days? to the 27th. So that's Friday to Sunday. Boom. At the Team Texas booth. If mm. you don't know who Team Texas is, that's Alexis, Texas. Yeah. Do it to it. Where can they follow you at? They can follow me at Fit and Dirty. Or you can follow me on my other page at It's King City. That's also the Twitter at It's King City. Boom. And you know me, at Ms. Radio Sapphire, M-S-R-A-D-I-O-S-A-P-P-H-I-R-E on the Instagrams. Please, y'all, I don't know what the fuck. I've been trying to do everything. Can we just get my ass to 10K? Shit. Stop fucking around. You guys show some titties. I told you. (sighs) I might have to show some titty. You got to turn up or some. You got to have some lives where it's turned up a little bit, you know. I need to, well, we got to reunite. We, we both need to do more Instagram lives because I get more views on my other, my my Yasmin page. Yeah. And I, don't, and I have lesser followers. See, I get views. And I, I don't, don't get really engagement over there. Yeah. Okay, we're going to make a promise to ourselves. Maybe I'll get some pasties. We got to do better. We will do better. On our, 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 our presence on social media because we, we're going to make money in we're, 2020. Yes. You get me? 2020. Making money in 2020. I, I ain't doing shit if it's more than $20. Bo- uh, $20. I want it to rain 20s on me. 2020. Shit, we need 20 bands a month. 20 bands. Please. 50 bands. Okay, we on that Drake shit. Now. Shit, that's <laughs> what I'm talking about. But yes, remember that safe sex is the best hot sex. And until next time, good night. That was the show, all you sexy motherfuckers out there. Now remember, Ms. Radio Sapphire on Instagram, Twitter. For more earplay fun, go to iTunes, Podomatic.